Welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio, your source for breaking news, business trends, and economic forecasts here and abroad that impact one-third of America's economy. And now your hosts, Lou Weiss and Tim Grady. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Manufacturing Talk Radio. I'm Tim Grady. I'm here with my co-host, Lou Weiss, and we're going to be talking about Pick-A-Vision in logistics, and rather than you or I, Lou, trying to explain that, we have right. Johanna Bellen, Bellenberg on with us, who is the Director of Marketing and Communications for Picavi U.S. Inc. And Johanna, welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us, and I, I might also pass on that uh, you are talking to us from uh, Germany. Uh, Tim is in Atlanta, and we're in New Jersey, so this is truly a global event. So thanks for joining us. So tell us uh, a bit about uh, your product. Um, we, we we got a few snippets from you before showtime. Sounds very interesting, so uh, let's give you the floor, as they say. All right. Thank you. So our product is in the range of Pick by Vision technology. And uh, Pick by Vision stands for um, picking with smart glasses. Um, so what we do is we enable the workers in the warehouse to work um, hands-free, ergonomic, and super productive. Um, we use the smart glasses to guide a worker visually through the warehouse, so it's comparable to a heads-up display in a car. Um, you get all the information you need at every second, so um, you always know where to go, what to pick, and how to move on. So let me let me ask you: When you're wearing these glasses, you're seeing through them, but you also have like a dashboard that you're seeing on the glasses. Exactly. So we always call it a display to go. Um, so we have a display at the um, yeah the the end of our, our field of view, so it doesn't disturb my my actual field of view. Um, so every time I need the information, I just take a quick glance up and I see where to go and what to pick. Um, and the nice thing about this is it's a transparent layover um, over my, yeah, let's say, real reality. Um, so I can choose to ignore it. It's the same principle with my, you know, my spectacles. Um, I don't see the frames of my glasses, but if I concentrate on them, I see them. And it's the same principle with the smart glasses. So I have a display at the range of my field of view. And if I need the information, it's very easy for me to access it, but it doesn't disturb me while I walk or I need to see a forklift coming ahead or, you know, there's a lot of uh, shelves in the warehouse. So that's that's a very nice technology to have um, yeah, a visual guide without disturbing my work. So I'm 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 stunned by the technology. Uh, so that this would be something that the uh, people on the uh, shop floor would be work uh, using while they work. Exactly, exactly. So it would be instead of, of for example, uh, instead of a pick by voice system, 
or a handheld scanner or even a paper pick list? So th this is, again, uh, and I'm still trying to get my head around it, These, this is like Google Glasses. Exactly. Correct? We are actually uh, one of the worldwide Google partners, um, ah. so we are using Google Glass for our product. Got it. Got it. So how is the uh, acceptance of a tool like this? You know, you might have uh, 500 people in the plant, 400 of them on the shop floor, and everybody's wearing glasses. I presume everyone isn't bumping into one another. <laughs> No. Well, the, the acceptance is um, very high. Um, we almost have a 100% acceptance. Um, what's very important that you, you know, have change management to, um, yeah, complement the project. It's the same with every new technology or innovation that you want to bring into a company. But the acceptance throughout all of our 70 customers is very, very high. And that's because we make sure that we have the most ergonomic product. So the Google Glass weighs around, I think, 42 grams. That should be around 2.5 ounces. Don't, don't nail me on that one. Um, but it's, it's 42 grams. Um, so it's, it's very, very light. It's only slightly heavier than yeah, normal reading glasses. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, you, you're not carrying around a heavy product. What and if also you... the, the benefit, yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. And also the, the benefits that come with it. You know, you have your, your guidance um, all the time, so um, it gives you a lot of, you know, security and safety in what you're doing because you can access the information all the time without having to, you know, lift a handheld scanner or let my voice operator repeat what I have to do, um, and I can move around freely. And of course, which is most important for the picking process, I have both hands free. Right, right. I'm going to ask you probably the obvious and most obvious question. Uh, what if I'm wearing, uh, I have regular glasses that I wear, and let's say they're bifocals. Uh, do mm -hmm. these glasses fit over the glasses, my regular glasses? Um, you know, Lou, if we would be doing a demo, I would put them over your glasses, um, but that would be only for demo purposes. Um, so, of course, Google and also Picabi thought of the possibility of people wearing glasses. Um, so there is a very easy mechanism to put the, the smart part of the glasses, so actually the computer and the display, onto another prescription frame, which is um, individually fitted for your um, prescription. Right. And it takes about five seconds to, to put it onto the smart glass. And even if you have bifocals, it's not a problem because the display of the smart glass is uh, projected around... Uh, one arm's length away from you, so it's in the in the far portion, and you don't have to refocus between near and far. And since in your bifocals the reading part is yeah on the bottom of your prescription glasses, we don't have a problem with that either because we always look through the top part, which is for the you know far away things. 
this is amazing, and I I I gather that uh, you are going to be at Modex. Yes, is that correct? we certainly are. Modex is a is a show in Atlanta, which is on uh, uh, March eighth uh, through twelfth. Is that correct? Twelve. Yep. You got it. Yeah, eight through twelve. What is your booth number? Do you know? Yes, it's booth number. Let me just bring that number up. It is booth number five four eight five. Five four eight five. Yes, and we will right. have our product and also a little warehouse so that people can actually go to work. <laughs> I'm going to come work. I'm going to come to work for you. We're going to be there. Yes, I have to experience perfect. this. Yes, looking yeah. forward to it. And you even get to take some, some swag with you. <laughs> oh, just put it in a bag now and mail it up. I'm envisioning wearing these glasses and looking forward like I look in the rear view of my car and there is a track displayed where my car is headed. Is there a track displayed on this vision where I'm supposed to walk between rows of the warehouse for picking? So that would be augmented reality what you're talking about, right? Okay, yeah. Um, So we are not doing this in the warehouse um, because simply as Lou said in the beginning, uh, people still want to use their brains um, to do some work. (laughs) So um, we actually found that people prefer not to have um, the, the real augmented reality in there. And also it still takes up a lot of, um, yeah, computing um, time for the smart glasses. And simply put, the technology is not there yet to, to do that for a whole shift. Um, so what we do is we give directions um, where to go, but we are not highlighting the way. Okay, so as you walk along, it says in 14 steps, take a left. Um, not no, not like that either. Because we we always feel, you know, the people that actually work in the warehouse, they most of the times know the ways the best. Um, right. So we we just let them their freedom to to choose the route um, that they prefer and they know is best. Well, this this is really um, startling uh, technology. Uh, how long has this uh, product uh, been available? Mm-hmm. So um, we founded the company in uh, 2013 in Germany, um, mm-hmm. and then we were developing for two years, and then um, end of 2015 the product went onto the market. And um, last year in February, we um, yeah founded the subsidiary in the U.S. So we can say it's five years almost, five four to five years now. So it is available in the U.S. Yes. Okay. For the sake of our listeners, can you give us your uh, website information so that they can go and. Uh, take a look and see this uh, incredible oh, sure. product. 
Yes. So it's it's very simple. It's just picavi.com. And it's you'll find P- everything you need. And it's spelled P-I-C-A-V-I. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it at um, at Modex. Um, I, I would like if you have any uh, information that you'd like to put up uh, uh, on our website uh, where the this uh, show is going to be uh, uh, aired. Uh, any uh, information, literature of uh, what this is all about, so people can not only hear us, but they'll be able to see what uh, see the product itself in action. So you can send sure, that up I'm to us. Very happy, very happy to to send everything over. Yeah, great. That'd be terrific. Tim, do you have any uh, videos on your website uh, of what it looks like from the user's point of view? Yes, of course we do. So um, on our website, we have a section that says customers, um, and we have a selection of our customers on the website. And when you go over the logos, it will show you where you can find videos or different case studies. So there is um, the possibility to, you know, at least experience the product on your screen. Okay. Great. Great. Now, I'm assuming that do they all have case studies or, or just a few? Um, not all of them because a lot of them are still brand new, but um, a very interesting video is um, about Arvato. It's a 3PL here in uh, Germany. Um, there's there's a lot of different videos and case studies. Um we also have a case study for um, Neovia, um, which you can find on our blog, or um, another big 3PL called Figa here in Germany. Um, but also from the the healthcare um, brand of industries, we have case studies. Um, so very very um, different um, case studies in very different companies. Uh, let me let me ask you a question. Uh, so far, we've talked about um, the use in a uh, uh, pick pick and pull operation. Uh, are there other applications that you've discovered that this technology would work as well? There is so many different um, possibilities for that technology. Um, even if you know, if we talk about remote support, or um, imagine your your doctor is wearing uh, smart glasses and pulling up your um, your record, um, so there is really really no no end to the possibilities. Um, but Picavi is focusing on intralogistics, so everything that happens in a warehouse house um, is covered with the smart glasses. Uh, is this technology geared for larger corporations, or could this be used also in the uh, the so-called mom-and-pop operation of 10, 15, <laughs> 25 people? Um, it could also be used in that scenario. So um, we would say the 
the minimum amount of glasses that makes sense also from an ROI standpoint is 10 pairs. So um, okay. we have customers that have 10, but we also have customers that have hundreds. I would think so. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> quite amazing. And, and the implementation time from the time that a, a customer says, okay, I'm in, uh, I, I want to buy them, uh, how long does it take for a, uh, the process to implement um, so it's it's very very fast. You might think it takes so long because we have to involve IT, and IT right. projects always tend to be big and long. Um, but we can make it happen in about five to seven weeks well, from uh, you know kick off to go live. There's there's also different factors like your um, your warehouse management system, but. Um, that is um, basically the time range. Mm -hmm. And uh, not asking you at this time what the cost is for these uh, devices, but what's the ROI time in, that's been determined of return um, on investment? The ROI, yeah, it's it's also fairly quick. So we're talking about under two years, and um, you're good to go. Okay, that's uh, that's not doesn't seem like a particularly large uh, investment for something that you're going to be getting back uh, many times uh, over in terms of uh, productivity and safety and uh, efficiency. Exactly. So these are um, actually also the the main you know benefits. Um, next to having your hands free, you, you maximize your productivity, you minimize the error rate. Um, so these are all things that play into the cost sensitivity of a customer, but also the, the very short training time. So we have customers that bring in new people and they're ready to be productive within 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> Tim? Uh, I'm just curious. I know there have been some studies in the U.S., probably uh, equally studies in Germany, about the cost of a missed pick. Mm -hmm. uh, what, is, what is the cost of a missed pick as you see it in Germany? Have they done those studies, if you're aware of? Um, you know, there there is a lot of different stu uh, studies uh, regarding that topic. Um, I don't have the exact numbers right now, but um, it's, it sums up to a very large amount of money um, at the end of the year, which can be, um, you know, eliminated with our product. That certainly is part of the ROI, I would guess, for sure. Yes. Yeah, that's that's consistent with what we see in the U.S. A missed pick is about twenty-two dollars on average. But yes. if you look at the the number of picks, as you pointed out, that occur over a course of a year, it, it's a lot of money. So this is yes. great technology. Yeah. So that's that's a very good point that we can help um, reducing those yeah costs for missed picks. And I almost think it's higher than that because certainly the the 
mispick results and lots of other things downstream. I mean, the product goes out to the customer. The customer doesn't want it. Either you write it off or they have to return it. It goes back to the warehouse. You've got to check it. You've got to put it back on the shelf. Uh, yes. it's, it's kind of a nightmare scenario on a miss. Uh, just a simple mispick. It's amazing what the ripple effect yeah. is. So congrats, congratulations on your product. Thank you. Thank you. So, Lou, we look forward to walking around, uh, finding your booth, and doing some picking at Modex. Oh, I'm, yes, I'm in. I'm looking forward to meeting you. It's <laughs> <laughs> be our pleasure. be our pleasure. And we, we look forward to, to it as well. Um, Tim? Johanna, any, anything else you want to share with our listeners as we wrap up this segment? Just if you're looking into a new new picking solution to solve all your problems, check our website, give us a call, or visit our booth at Modex, and we will have the, the right solution for everybody. And just one more time, that will be held in Atlanta, March 8th through 12th, and uh, we're talking about booth 5485. And uh, when you come to the site to listen to the show, that we'll have all kinds of information uh, about the product, and we'll have uh, a couple of links for you to uh, get into the uh, into the information more specifically. Unfortunately, we only have 30 minutes, so we can't get into all of that now. <laughs> but uh, we we do want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, and I, we look forward to meeting you in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, my pleasure. Thank you again for having me. Okay. Thanks, Johanna. And we've been talking with Johanna Bellenberg, who is the Director of Marketing and Communications for Picavi. And once again, that's P-I-C-A-V-I dot com. Go check out their website. Be sure to go to their customers, see the logos. You're going to mouse over them, and a couple of them will highlight. You can watch videos on how the product works. Pretty cool stuff, and if you want to get really into the weeds on it, come join us at Modex. We'll be walking around in bright yellow jackets. You won't be able to miss us. And again, we appreciate everyone who tunes in and listens to us here on Manufacturing Talk Radio, all of our Shows are at mfgtalkradio.com. And again, thank you for listening to this episode of Manufacturing Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us on Manufacturing Talk Radio. You can hear our next broadcast each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at mfgtalkradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.